Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. All right, let's just get to get to talk about Holocaust denial. So Syria's Assad has claimed that the Holocaust was a lie fabricated to justify the creation of Israel. Now, when I see stories like this, it always worries me because in some way, while our guest is, you know, certainly very qualified to speak about this and Holocaust denial, we are in some way and to some extent we are promoting it, right? Um, I just... It just always worries me when we when we deal with topics like this. But joining me right now is Professor Dina Porat, who's a senior academic advisor at Yad Vashem. And I say, Boketoven, good morning. How are you? Professor? Professor Porat, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, you are sounding very, very soft. Uh, could I please ask you if you could maybe try and speak up a little bit or closer to the microphone? Um, how is it possible that we still have Holocaust deniers... <laughs> well, Holocaust is Assad, the President Assad of Syria, is not the only one, not the only one to express uh, Holocaust denial. What do you mean? How how is it possible? Well, the reason uh, the reason I ask how is it possible because nobody documented the what happened during the Holocaust better than the Nazis, and nobody documented what happened on the 7th of October better than Hamas with body cam how is it that you still have people who deny it of course um, <clears throat> it is it, uh, your question is how is it um, uh, that when there, are, there is so much documentation yes. and so much evidence and so many witnesses Yes. Someone comes up and says, this has not happened. Yes, exactly. But this said, exactly. Now I, of course, this is a very logical question of made by you as an honest uh, thinking person. But those who are denying the Holocaust or denying other events, such as the Armenian tragedy or the 7th of October or others, these are the ones who are not interested in truth. And it is not truth or historical truth that guides them, but political interests. And political interests and the interest to take the guilt off their heads is what guides them. Assad, who has murdered uh, close to, close or around half a million of his own people um, and is known for being a cruel murderer yeah. and was accused of using chemical weapons comes up with Holocaust denial not as a historical statement which doesn't think the historical truth does not interest him but as a political statement please have a look and the political reality around him. He right. wants to be um, an ally of Iran. Iran is propagating Holocaust denial some for uh, during the last 20 years because they say that we claim that uh, there is a connection 
between the creation of Israel and uh, the Holocaust. If there was no Holocaust, then there is no right for Israel to exist. And this is what they wish. They wish Israel not to exist. And this is why they are denying. They are denying not because they are looking for facts or interested in a bit in the facts. They are interested in this political denial. And I have to tell you that uh, during the 1990s, when um, uh, um, laws against Holocaust denial uh, were enacted in Europe, some of the European Holocaust deniers against whom a verdict um, was pending left, escaped actually, Europeans came to Tehran and there they helped the Iranian authorities in organizing exhibitions and caricatures, contests, all having to do with Holocaust denial. So Assad, when he speaks like that, he is on the one hand looking to Tehran. On the other, I'm sure you have read what he said, he said that it was the United States who funded and enabled the rise of the Nazi party to power which is again a blatant, not only lie, it's a complete nonsense. But in this regard, he's looking to Russia. Russia is an enemy of the United States and an ally of Assad. He wants to speak in favor of opinions held in, uh, in, in Russia, formerly in the Soviet Union, which are all against the United States. So the matter is political. It's, it is has nothing to do with the quest for truth or historical veracity. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting how we think that somebody who is guilty of murdering thousands, tens of thousands of his own people is beyond lying. No, hundreds of thousands. Right, is beyond yes, lying. I mean, why, why, why do we think that a murderer wouldn't lie? I mean, he would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just like, oh, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes we, we need to wake up. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And let me draw your attention to one more point in what he said. He said that actually uh, the Jews who now live in Israel are descendants of the Khazars. The Khazar, Khazar um, uh, Empire was one created uh, somewhere along between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea during the, between the 7th and 11th centuries, long ago. Mm-hmm. Now, they, according to, uh, to some legends and history, converted to Judaism for a certain time, and you can find some Jewish symbols in archaeological findings. But then this Judaism subsided. It has, if it uh, really existed to such an extent, it has nothing, nothing to do with Jews or Israel or genealogically, uh, with the physically with Jews. And those who are connecting this connection between the Khazars and the Jews, again, it's not historical, it's political. Because what they want to say 
And what Assad is saying now is the Jews do not have a real connection to the land of Israel. They are just some strangers um, who came long after the original Jews were exiled and they came from the Khazar Empire and have nothing to do. In other words, it's political again. These Jews, if they are of Khazars, descendant, then they don't have, they have nothing to do here and they should go back to Europe. That's so interesting so, that because when you, I, when, when the way that you are actually painting the picture, it's making me realize that maybe that is yes. a failure of the modern Zionist movement is that they didn't acknowledge the religious and the spiritual aspects that the Jews are actually the indigenous people of Israel, right? It may be a modern state, but Israel as a Jewish state existed long before 1948. Oh, of course. If this is a failure, you mean a failure of explaining this yes. point or... Yes, of, of, yes. Just of not communicating that point. Of In fact, explaining yeah. and communicating it. But mm, again... Uh, I don't know you personally, but you sound okay. to me, again, again, as a person of logic uh, and one who looks after the facts and would like people in Israel, around Israel, in the Middle East, in the world at large, to know the correct facts. Yes. But those who deny will not listen to you. They have their interests. Those who deny a traumatic events are mainly the ones who propagated it and want to take the guilt off their heads, want to avoid punishment, want to say that they are the right one, the righteous ones, and not you, and they, want, they are not listening. Yeah, regarding Holocaust denial, you have, you cannot say, as you said regarding are the need to explain modern Zionism. You cannot say that it is not documented. There are so many uh, museums, there yes. are so many witnesses, etc., etc. Et but the Holocaust deniers are not listening. It doesn't interest them. Yes. You can talk and you can explain till the end of eternity, but they don't listen because it is not in their interest. And therefore, um, Zionism or modern Zionism uh, explains itself by deeds. We are here. We are close to seven million Jews right now, and we have uh, we have uh, established and developed a flourishing country. Yes. That's uh, that's the proof. And people keep coming. You know by the way that uh, people keep coming right now during the war as well. There are thousands of people coming by, by the month to Israel despite the war because of anti-Semitism and because they know this is a place they can live among Jews. So it is not, uh, these are not the facts that are going to convince deniers. Yeah.
Professor Porat, that is where we leave it. It's not going to be the last time that I speak to you because there are so many things that I do wish to speak to you about, not least of whom is, uh, let's talk about some of the personalities, the great anti-Semites of history, um, not least of whom was the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem. We just can't do it now. So I take the time to wish you, your colleagues, your family a Shabbat Shalom and uh, thank you so much for joining us. That's Professor Dina Porat, the Senior Academic Advisor at Yad Vashem.